why does it impact me more than anyone I know? What the fuck is up with that? What's up, guys? My name is Jacqueline, and I am your host. I am a full-time mental health therapist and founder of Team Therapeutic Fitness. I swear like a sailor, rarely use my filter, and am committed to sharing with you all the stuff they probably should have taught us in school. Today's episode is so... It's so private, it's so personal, but I don't want to go through this alone, and so I'm going to share with you about my journey through this life and how alcohol has impacted who I am now and why it's occupying so much space in my brain. So without further ado, let's do this. Living in the Midwest, the land of drinks, (laughs) um, and growing up in Wisconsin where there are more bars than there are grocery stores, it's no big shock that I grew up around alcohol and it's been a big part of my life as long as I can remember, um, basically since I came out (laughs) the womb, so... It's not really a surprise that it has had such a big impact on my life. Um, I have some alcoholism in my family and, you know, had my own struggles through college that I've shared with you guys about in the past. But now that I am coming up on my 26th birthday, I'm finding that I spend a lot of time thinking about alcohol. And it's not what you think. It's not like fiending for a drink. It's not when am I going to get to go out and party next. It's nothing to do with me drinking the alcohol. It's should I be sober? Should I have drinks every now and then? Should I... I don't know. It's, It's this debate of what I want my life to look like and what role I want alcohol to have in my life. And so I just want to share with you guys a little bit of my therapy session last night that I had with my own therapist about this topic uh, because it was an hour-long sob session that carried over to, you know, at home and a conversation I had with Derek last night. And I think I figured some things out and if it can help one of you, man... That'll make sharing this difficult story worth it. So, here goes nothing. When I was um, 18 until I was 21 or 22 years old, I had a major problem with alcohol. Um, I didn't have good boundaries. I had absolutely no limits. I was the party girl. I was the life of the party. Everyone loved who I was when I was drinking and it didn't matter that I was blacking out regularly and that I had no control because everyone liked me and I didn't feel anxious when I was drunk. And so, you know, it's coming up on... I don't know, maybe six or eight months since I got my anxiety diagnosis. But looking back, it's easy to see that I was self-medicating with alcohol to get through those social situations, to fit in. I just thought that that's what you did in college. And I didn't realize what I was hiding underneath the alcohol. And 
starting to reflect and sitting in some of my classes in grad school, I realized as I'm sitting there diagnosing myself that I had some issues. And so I would go on, you know, a month here or there of no drinking just to make sure I could do it um, because I am at high risk for becoming an alcoholic. And so I'm trying to, you know, since I've started this self-reflection, always really keep myself in check. And so I haven't had an issue with alcohol since I was younger. Um, but even throughout my young twenties, I would still find myself, you know, at weddings or parties every now and then getting to the point of not being able to remember my evening and waking up the next day feeling absolutely awful, wondering what I had done or said or how I might have embarrassed myself in some way or another, and really just horrified. And so that feeling I've now understood was my anxiety and being impacted so greatly by the excessive alcohol, but I didn't know that then. And so I would just brush it off and I would go a week or two without drinking and before I knew it, I would be back to it and the partying with no boundaries. It wasn't until the last couple years that I realized what my limits were and I would be really cautious of those. So I am proud of now when I do drink, I'm very aware of how much I'm drinking and what level I'm at and proud that I can say no and stop drinking because that was something that like stopping drinking in the past when I was out was not something I knew how to do. So if I have a handle on it and I know my limits, then why am I even bothering to talk to you guys about it, right? Well, recently, and I don't drink very often anymore. Um, It doesn't align with my healthy lifestyle. It doesn't make me feel good. I am so aware of how it impacts my mental health. And honestly, it's just not worth it to me. And that being said, (laughs) I do very much love beer. I very much love red wine. And I am was having this really big struggle with people telling me, you don't have a problem with alcohol, you're fine, we all do embarrassing stuff, it's not a big deal, just brush it off, you don't, it's not an issue. And my own internal, like, I don't ever want to drink again because of how it makes me feel. And so I realized some things through therapy last night, and I just want to share with you what I've learned. One, I don't need alcohol to have fun and be the life of the party. If you follow me on social media, which I know that you do because that's how you found this podcast, I'm sure, is you know I love to have dance parties. I love to make a fool of myself and be silly and laugh. So when you see me doing that on social media, there's no substance in my system and I can be that person. So it took me a long time, but... I've realized I don't need to be drunk to have fun. Two, I've learned that I'm an all or nothing thinker. When I go all in on something, I am all in. And if I'm not going to do it, then I'm not going to do it. And so I've, with my therapist last night, processed through this all or nothing thinking. And she said, you're going to be miserable if you never have a drink again. 
And I was like, you're right, because it may sound silly to some people, but there are certain occasions like my wedding day or our engagement day when, you know, Derek proposes and I'm going to want to pop a bottle of champagne to celebrate or when we're traveling and trying a new beer or, um, you know, whatever it might be, having a glass of wine on Christmas, whatever, it doesn't really matter. But she's like, you're going to sit in those situations and think you're missing out. And I was like, that's a good point. And so the second thing is I'm an all or nothing thinker, but I don't have to be. I tend to go towards that because it's easier to just be committed one way or another. And this middle ground makes me uncomfortable. It challenges me to think about alcohol in the way that I do and think about having that middle ground of like, okay, I can drink occasionally and I don't have to give it this much thought because I do know my limits and I can have a couple drinks and be fine and my anxiety won't be impacted because I swear if the second I lose that limit and it starts impacting my mental health, I'll give it up forever because that to me is not worth it. But I realized it's okay if I want to have a glass of wine on a holiday with my family or if we go to a new brewery and I want to try a beer, I can do that and I can handle that. If you've never had an issue with alcohol, none of this is going to make sense to you, I'm sure of it. But I hope that you can see it from my point of view where I am very insightful about my life, my choices, my behaviors, my mental health, and I take into consideration absolutely everything when it comes to taking care of my body. I take into consideration how having the air conditioning on versus the windows and doors open at my house might impact my mood or my mental health and that fresh air. I take into consideration the foods that I eat and why I try to avoid processed sugar as much as possible because it makes me feel like I'm having a panic attack with the racing heart. Same with caffeine. And I avoid that. And I'm insightful about the fact that I'm an introvert and I need time to myself to recharge. I think about all of these things in great depth because I value myself that fucking much. Like I want to feel my best at all times. And so to jeopardize that by being oblivious to things that are impacting me, that's not something that I'm willing to do. So that has giving myself permission to reflect on my relationship with alcohol is actually making me feel really good and making me feel like it's important that I am aware, but also coming to this decision that it doesn't have to be I'm totally sober or I'm a fucking alcoholic, that I can have a middle ground. And just because I've had it modeled to me that it's really difficult if alcoholism runs in your family to not become an alcoholic doesn't mean that has to be my truth and my story. You guys know I am all about writing my own story and becoming the woman that I want to be despite anybody's expectations or plans for me. So this is just another bump in the road for me and something that I am working through. And this is hard because not a lot of people talk about this. People are just like, yeah, I had a problem with drugs and alcohol and I got sober and I've been sober for this amount of time. And I think that's fucking amazing because if you can't have this insight and you weren't able to have a good balance and you absolutely cannot go back to having one drink and not allowing it to control your life and consume you again, I am so fucking proud of you. But I don't know if I have to be that extreme. 
And it's something that I will continue to reevaluate. But for right now, I feel pretty comfortable in this decision. If you have taken the time to listen to this entire episode and it resonates with you or you understand where I'm coming from, oh girl, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. I am dying to have someone to chat with about this topic and just have an open, frank discussion about it because I know y'all feel me on the mental health stuff, but I don't know where my tribe is at when it comes to alcohol. So I would love to hear your perspective, love to connect with you about this topic and be reminded that I'm never alone. I love you guys so fucking much. I value your time. I want to bring the best to this podcast for you. I hope you love it and I hope that you will share it by taking a screenshot right now and uploading it to your Instagram stories and tagging me at the anxious therapist. And I can't wait to catch you in the next episode.